Oh yeah, the music gives it away, doesn't it? Wednesday, from the studios of Grand Fork's Best Source, time for your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Looking forward to talking to realty expert John Brodeen right after this. Life, with its many stages. From the, my little one has just arrived stage, to the I have arrived stage. From the first home you'll ever buy, to the one home you'll have forever. No matter where you find yourself in life, your forever agent will be there. Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. For you, for life. All right, we are back. Is that a little better on the headphones there for you, buddy? Perfect. Perfect. All right. Hey, John Brodeen is in the house. How about that? How you been, man? Good, good. How are you guys? Good, good, good. How's the family and all that stuff? Yeah, really good. Yeah, you've been beating up people lately? I've had to take like a week and a half off because i got pink eye a couple oh, weeks ago but. oh jeepers i thought it was a war injury or, yeah. or, or or you got beat up or something but um hey that happens too yeah I even to the tough guys right yeah <laughs> I, I can't remember the last time i had to take this long off though is it driving good. you nuts are you one of those guys that's driving you nuts a little bit especially last week yeah well i mean could you still hit the gym or you just can't yeah. you can't do the grappling and things i'm still working out okay. uh, at home trying to stay in shape and stuff mm-hmm. for when I, well, I was wondering why you wouldn't spar with me last week, and now I know. So, <laughs> um, You know, things have changed uh, ever since we started this podcast. You know, we went through the pandemic, and we went through, you know, low interest. Now the interest is going up, and all of these different changes. Mm-hmm. Now, is there a way you can come up with, like, numbers or whatever? Because you're kind of a numbers guy. Yeah. How has the market, well, the Grand Forks market, how has it changed, let's just say, since... 2019 or something. Yeah. So since before the pandemic, there's been some pretty major changes. Um, like for example, so I just did my, just finished doing my market update for the month of July, 2023. So first let's just compare July, 2023 versus July of 2019. The biggest difference that you're going to notice is back in July of 2019, there were 330 listings on the market, um, at the end of July. So that's that's pretty crazy we haven't been up that high since then pretty much um you know just a couple days ago on august 1st when i pulled the numbers there was 152 listings on the market wow so less than half i know yeah it's crazy um you know there was more activity happening back in 2019 so for example in july 92 homes closed compared to only 52 this july um huge difference in the average days on market out of those closings though in July 2019, the average days on market was 124 days from listing until closing. Um, this July, 55 days from listing until closing. So that's like the average place sitting on the market for a week before they accept an offer. Or wow. Something like yeah. That. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more. But um, so the number of pendings that happened in the month of July in 2019, it was 64 pendings. In this July, it was 46 pendings. So the pending sales activity goes down. One of the more important things to tell the state of the market is the months of inventory. That's when you take the total number of active listings divided by the number of homes that go pending per month. And it basically tells you how long it would take for the all of the inventory to sell if it continued selling at the current rate that it's selling at. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Any Anything between five and six is a pretty balanced market. Uh, anything um, over six is a buyer's market. Lots of inventory compared to the number of buyers in the market. Anything under five is a seller's market. Very little inventory compared to the number of buyers in the market. Back in July of 2019, the months of inventory was 5.16. 
And this July, it was 3.3. So, and that was even up from June. In June, it was 2.3. So long ways below a balanced market. Right now, we would need 100 new listings. to. We would need 100 more active listings on the market to reach a balanced market right now with the way things are sitting. So... So yeah. what caused the big change? I mean, people aren't leaving anymore. People aren't moving. People aren't selling or buying or, or just... Yeah, we saw inventory drop off at the beginning of the pandemic, and it's never really come all the way back. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'd say the reason we're not seeing a whole lot of listings on the market is that lock-in effect. So people are locked in at amazing interest rates. Sure. They, they either bought when the rates were yep. amazing or more likely is that they refinanced. And they're looking right now, and they're like, well, we... We would like to buy a bigger house, but even if we bought the same type of houses that we're in right now, our payment's going to jump up by six, seven hundred bucks oh, a month. Oh, easy, yeah, because a lot of these people are probably locked in at three percent or maybe or even less. under. Yeah, and yeah. you're not going to get that now. No, you're not going to get that. You know, now. I never thought about that, but yeah, that makes a lot of sense, doesn't and, it? And even back in 2019, in July of 2019, the rates were at three point six two five. Right now, they're at like six point nine nine, almost seven. Wow. So. Um, then the other thing that is important to look at, you know, that's a small sample size. That's just one month of the year. But if we look at the first seven months of 2019, 411 listings sold the first seven months of 2023, 351 listings sold. So the number of, uh, sales in the market is down pretty substantially we're probably going to see the first year in quite a while where the where the number of sales for the entire year drops down Mm -hmm. because it had been kind of rising 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 Mm -hmm. um the uh the days on market year to date was 142 in 2019 at this point in the year um in 2023 year to date so far this year 88 average days on market from listing until closing so that's that's down substantially from tw- from 2019. Mm-hmm. And that's a result of lower inventory, things selling much faster. Sure. Um, the part that people are probably all looking forward to hearing the most is how much have values gone up since 2019, because that's the good news for the ground okay. folks homeowners. That's, that's what I'm waiting to hear. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so the median sale price, uh, if you're if you guys are aware of how you calculate the median, you basically line up all of the sale prices from smallest to largest, and the one directly in the middle is the median. Okay. The median is a little bit more accurate because it factors in how how many times a, a certain number shows up. So one giant sale for $2 million isn't going to skew the median the way it'll skew the average. Mm -hmm. Um, The median sale price in 2019 was 234. The median sale price in 2023, 259. And this is year to date so far. So the first seven months of the year, that's up like over 10%. That's up 10.68%. Then the average sale price went up even more. The average sale price in 2019 was $246,624. The average sale price in 2023 year to date is $284,057. So $246 versus $284, that's a pretty substantial yeah. rise for average homeowners gaining a lot of equity in these in these four years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's up 15.18%. So that's a lot. Another big difference that you'll notice with it being such a strong seller's market right now compared to 2019 is the original list to sale price ratio has gone up quite a bit. The original list to sale price ratio measures on average for the listings that closed um, how much, so they started at a certain price and they closed at a certain price. What's the gap between what they started at and what they eventually sold for? 
Um, so in 2019, it was 95.53%. So the average listing was probably price reducing some and then negotiating down some more before it sold. In 2023, year to date, it's 98.9. So, or sorry, 98.11. so the average this year, the average listing is not needing to price reduce before it sells, and it's not negotiating down very much. And this number probably gets made even higher. The, part of the reason it's so high is because there's a good number of homes that have sold over the listing price. Mm-hmm. So, of course, listings that have staled, there, there are listings that have staled and price reduced, but there's also listings that have sold ten, fifteen thousand $15,000 over the asking price if they're right. attractive, move-in ready, and they're priced right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... So this measures, so the original list of sale price measures how much they came down through price reductions and negotiations. Now, if we're just interested in seeing how much the average seller came down through negotiations, that's also kind of interesting. So um, in 2019, the average, uh, how much they negotiated down. So what the list price was at the time the offer came in compared to what it eventually sold at, 97.54%. So they negotiated down about 2.5%. this year they negotiated down like barely over 1%. The average original or the average list to sale price ratio is 98.9. So you can tell how much price reduction is happening by how close these numbers are together, the original list to sale price and the list to sale price ratio. So in 2022, the list to sale price ratio is 98.9 and the original list to sale price ratio is 98.11. So those numbers are very close together. Compare that with 2019, the list to sale price ratio is 97.54 and the original list to sale uh, list to sale price ratio is 95.53. So there's like a, you know, about two and there's mm-hmm. about a two, 2% gap between sure. the list to sale price ratio and the original list to sale price ratio. There's far there's like a 0.8% difference this year. So the average place is not needing to price reduce as much as they did to you know in order to sell back in 2019. So does a lot of this boil down to low inventory? Yep, a lot of it does boil down to low inventory. People were expecting high interest rates to cause prices to drop, which we haven't really seen. Yeah. Um, it's caused the number of transactions to go down, but it's also caused the number of active listings to go down. So you're still in that, you know, you're still in a strong seller's market, which causes prices to kind of continue to yeah, rise. Yeah, and I would imagine uh, for being a realty expert like you, John, how this would affect what you do because right now I'm guessing it's easier to sell a house if you can find a house to sell. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, is I would imagine the realtors, because of low inventory, maybe working a little extra harder, jumping on these things a little more, or, or how yeah. does it work in, in your line of, of work, you know? What I'm noticing is buyers need to be more decisive. If they need to sit and wait and talk about things for a week before they make a decision, they're never going to be able to buy anything in mm-hmm. this market. Um, when when they see something they like, chances are a different buyer also saw something they like. So you really need to be ready to jump at things when, when you know it's right. Um, so being decisive is something that's really important for buyers if they want to try to get something in this market. Um, you know, sellers, they, they just, they, they still need to do the same stuff because the same stuff that helped you have a successful sale back in 2019 and avoid needing to price reduce and, you know, avoid sitting on the market for a long time, um, are the same things that are going to help you sell faster and for more money still in 2023, having your staging done right, having great marketing and having an accurate price. Um, you know, your negotiating strategy 
from a seller's perspective is going to be a little bit different right now sure. because you have so much more leverage than mm-hmm. you did back in 2019. So you, you have a lot more leverage and you can, so you basically need to use that in your negotiating strategy and how you're going to handle multiple offers. If you get multiple offers, uh, it's much more common. So it's really important that agents today know how to make the most of multiple sure. offers, know how to try to get multiple offer situations. That's what's in their seller's best interest. For me personally, I'm on track to have a record year this year, yeah. even though the number of sales in the market is down. I think this hurts the um, maybe the newer agents and the part-time agents who just aren't as aren't as professional, aren't as knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why they have Australia. another job to fall back on. <laughs> yeah, I think it hurts those people more than it hurts um, – you know, the, the agents mm-hmm. like me who have been doing it full time for a long time and, you know, know a lot of people and have a lot of past clients and get referrals from a lot of different people. Um, you know, my business kind of just continues to snowball as each year I sell more houses and those people, it's more people out in the community that are vouching for me, telling their friends mm-hmm. about me. Um, but yeah, I think, so I think the people who are getting squeezed out of the business are a lot of those part-time agents or yep. people who just don't put as much effort into it. Now, you mentioned you've been doing this for a while. How long have you been doing this? Um, it's going to be nine years in uh, in October. Okay, so we just went back to 2019. Is yeah. that what we went back to? Yep. Till now. So you have seen, you've been doing this long enough where you have seen pretty much the highs of the highs, the lows of the lows, and all in between. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen a total market crash na- nationwide, but mm-hmm. I guess Grand Forks didn't either back in 2008. Right, right. That was before I got in the business. Uh, but yeah, I got into the business in 2014 when things were things were pretty hot when I first got into the business. Low inventory, prices were rising pretty fast. And then things kind of leveled out from uh, 2016 through 2019. And then we saw things really pick back up again, fast appreciation from 2020 sure. through now. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy to me. It's already been that long. I don't know. You are kind of the guy that knows a lot about this stuff, aren't you? Yeah, I like to think so. <laughs> Is that why they call you a realty expert? Yeah, yeah. I like it when you call me that. <laughs> yeah, okay. So how does somebody get a hold of realty expert John Brodine? Uh, 701-213-5428 is my cell phone. Uh, go ahead and follow me on Instagram. Subscribe to me on YouTube. Check me out on TikTok, Facebook. I'm posting content all the time on all those different platforms. So. All right, and we will see you on Friday. Yes, sounds All right, good. there you go. Uh, that's your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast, realty expert John Brodeen in the studio. Give us a couple of days. He'll be back again Friday morning at 10 a.m. Till then, have yourself a great day, everybody.